the game. Hi, I'm Kelsa Dickey, the CEO of the Financial Coach Academy and my financial coaching business, Fiscal Fitness Phoenix. My coaching journey began more than a decade ago with me helping people for free from my dining room table. What was once a little business of mine has grown into a seven-figure company that employs a team of people. My goal is simple, to help you fall more and more in love with financial coaching. I believe financial coaching is the most rewarding way to make a living. If you are an aspiring financial coach or have been coaching for years, I'm here to help you create a business you love that gets your clients massive results. Let's get to it. Hey, financial coaches. Guess what? This is episode 50, and it is also our last episode of the year. I can't believe it. I have nothing fancy or special to say, except it has been a really fun journey for me creating these episodes, and I just want to say thank you for following along, and uh, cheers to 50 more. How about that? Uh, I wanted to remind you that uh, registration for the Client Creator Challenge is now open. You can register anytime between now and when it starts on January 14th. But if you register before midnight on December 31st, you will get an extra special bonus. Jill is hosting a live workshop on designing your one-to-one coaching offer, and it's totally free for those who register for the Client Creator Challenge before the end of the year. So I hope you will join us if you want clients to coach or you want more clients to coach in 2024, this 90-day program is perfect for you. If you are curious about this challenge and want to find out more, I'm going to include a link to the Client Creator Challenge in the show notes of this episode, or you can go to financialcoachacademy.com. And in the menu, you'll see events. And then under events, you'll see Client Creator Challenge. From there, you can either register to join us or simply add your name to the wait list to get more details before making your decision. I look forward to seeing you in the challenge and helping you to totally transform your client attraction and conversion efforts in 2024. And if you are interested in participating, but now is just not the right time for you for any reason, I still want to encourage you to add your name to the waitlist at the link I mentioned so that you can get notified when we do the challenge the following year. If you remember from an earlier episode, I alluded to a big announcement that I was making. And part of that was uh, I gifted coaches who had enrolled in the Financial Coach Academy a whole bunch of our specialty toolkits. The value of these toolkits was $3,497. And I literally just gave them all to the coaches who had previously enrolled in the academy. I got so many messages back, which was super fun because me and my team had been giddy truly giddy leading up to the announcement, just thinking about what everyone's reaction might be. And so I am going to read one of the messages at the start of this episode, and I'm going to be just sprinkling them in every so often going forward too, just as my way of showing appreciation to those who took the time to email us and share their thoughts with us when we made the announcement. So here's the first one. This one is from Stephanie Lyons. She says, oh my God, I can't wait. Thank you, Kelso, for all you do to help. This has been the best year yet in my business ever since doing the Client Creator Challenge earlier this year. I refer to the Academy materials often, so I am excited to see these new bonuses. I'm sure they're going to be amazing. Thank you so much, Stephanie. All right, coach, we are continuing our adventure down the client journey in order to provide you with the ultimate growth guide for your financial coaching business. Your client journey is everything. It's the path your clients take to make progress and get results. It's the path you are going to lead them down. In order to do that effectively and in a way that creates success for both you and the client, there are key elements we want to pay attention to. These are your levers of growth. 
understanding this journey and how both you and the client play a role in making it successful is your ultimate guide to growth because you'll be able to see that this is where your growth comes from. You, your business, and your clients all grow as a result of the client journey we are going to be exploring together today. This journey is what took me from a brand new coach helping people part-time to a solo coach doing more than $25,000 per month in revenue by myself, which is not something you can do if you don't have efficient systems set up in your business to support you and your clients, to now a seven-figure financial coaching company that has a team of financial coaches all performing this exact same process. It is also what we teach in the Financial Coach Academy program to coaches just like you so we know know it works and we have hundreds of case studies to prove it. We have officially tackled the first eight steps of this journey and now we're on to the ninth and final step, the periodic coaching program. This step is going to blow your mind, coach. But first, let's start by talking about what your client is likely experiencing, thinking and feeling at this stage of their journey and the role you play in meeting them where they're at. That way you can really see why this is the step of the business you're gonna to wanna to create, okay? We're gonna discuss the transition between steps eight and nine of the client journey, and then we'll wrap up in the next part by exploring the final step. If you haven't yet downloaded it, you can see a visual representation of this client journey roadmap by going to financialcoachacademy.com forward slash client journey. Where we left off is a client who is working with you in your initial program. That program can be 90 days, it can be 12 months, and any other length of time in between, and probably even longer than 12 months if you wanted. The client is adopting new habits, new skills, and likely seeing themselves differently with money. All really beautiful things, right? One of the greatest benefits of a coaching program for your clients is that you are able to help them navigate the ups and downs that they're going to experience as they're making changes and adopting these new habits, or simply as life happens. For a number of reasons, change is certainly the hardest at the beginning for our clients. They're trying to adopt new habits and manage their money differently while trying to break old habits that feel much more routine all while expenses are popping up or life is throwing them curveballs. Oftentimes, they're tempting, attempting to make changes and to get ahead while life is happening all around them, right? Not only that, but some of the obstacles they'll face initially are totally self-inflicted. They might procrastinate or not carve out the time. They might feel overwhelmed, even though what you two discussed seemed crystal clear initially. They might feel confused by something that they re read or hear. They might simply begin to hesitate or doubt themselves or the plan overall. When change in occurs initially, the effort is often greater than the immediate results. Think about your own business. You might not be gaining immediate gratification from your hard work, meaning it's a lot of time, work, and effort without any proof it's working. A program can help overcome all of these initial setbacks. We are there to help a client stay focused and motivated until the results come. Remember, you are always doing a dance between future casting, showing them what's possible, reminding them of where they're going and what they are creating, and keeping their goals and vision front of mind for them, while also coaching them on the here and now, the changes and decisions they're making today to support that future. From my experience, when clients first begin coaching with me, they are taking what feels like to them a huge leap of faith. They are trusting that the changes they are making will work, but they don't fully believe it yet because they haven't seen the proof yet. 
Plus, they're often making changes before they have this identity that they are the person who can make those changes. You will launch your business coach before you fully feel like a financial coach. You will hire your first employee or VA before you feel like a boss, right? Our clients will begin managing their money better before believing they are the type of person who is good with money. This is why I say initially, we have to have the belief in the journey we are guiding our clients through because they are going to be borrowing from our belief, especially at first. They're going to do things because, well, you say this is going to work, so I'm okay, I'm, I'm doing it, right? A really good example of this is setting up sinking funds. Sinking funds are individual savings accounts that you fund each month for future expenses. Whereas an emergency fund is meant to be saved and hopefully sit there forever and ever, you never touch it, right? Sinking funds are savings with the purpose of being spent. So you might have a car repair fund or a vacation fund or a kid's activities fund or one for a bill that you get once a year instead of every single month. And you save monthly into these so that when the expense hits, you have a place to pull from and you aren't experiencing a huge fluctuation or hit all in one month. You're evening out the expense, in other words. Now, all too often, clients are funding these but don't really understand why. But then their car breaks down or they book that vacation or they get that annual bill and they have the money set aside for it. And they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This felt so awesome. I'm normally so stressed and I'm panicking when this happens or when I get this bill. But not this time. This time I had the money and it was the best. Right. It is a perfect example of taking action based on trust first, but the belief forming over time. They may not trust themselves yet, so they are placing their trust in you or in the strategy you are recommending. They are trusting you that the strategy you, you say will work will actually work. Belief is something you yourself accept as true. Someone else could tell you it's not true, but you think, but I know it is. I believe it, right? During your initial program, one of the things the client will experience is a shift in this belief system. They'll start to see results happening. They'll start making good decisions that they feel really good about. They'll begin to trust themselves and the plan they're on. In other words, instead of borrowing from your belief, they begin to cultivate their own. Instead of trusting you, they begin to trust themselves. That is a beautiful thing, my friend. I live for this shift when I'm coaching my clients. I really do. To me personally, it is one of the most gratifying and fulfilling parts of coaching, seeing that transformation happen for our clients. Checkpoint one for you, coach, is are you paying attention to this shift in your client? Are you looking for their growth and how they see themselves with money and not just their financial gains? Depending on how long your program is, they may experience the shift before your program ends, or they may need a bit more time. At Fiscal Fitness, my financial coaching company, as I shared previously, we currently have a 90-day coaching program, but we've also had a six-month program. You might ask why we've had both. We will actually employ each one at a different time, but I need you to hear me. I don't recommend this when you're first starting out because it can be a bit complex behind the scenes and it can cause both you and your clients confusion. But what I do is I'm typically sort of scanning what's happening in the world or in, with people in general, and I use the program that I think will be best received at that time. For example, I 
will probably say that a six month program is my personal favorite, but during times where there's a fear of recession, let's say, or gosh, I don't know, a global pandemic and uncertainty is at an all time high. In other words, when people feel really unclear of where they will be, even in just a few months time, we will quickly pivot to offering a 90 day program because it's an easier commitment when things feel so unpredictable. Now, we can do this with the click of a few buttons on our end, so it makes sense for us to do this. Also, really quickly, shout out to my director of operations, Erica, and our client concierge, Ashley, who are probably listening to this episode right now and thinking, yeah, okay, Kelsa, just a click of a few buttons, sure. But listen, you magical unicorns, you make it seem easy, I'm going to think it's easy. So please know, this is a very advanced approach that you don't have to worry about when you're first starting out. The point that I wanna make is that I have seen sort of the trends of what happens with our clients in both a 90-day program and a six-month program. So depending on which one you choose to go with, you may experience something slightly different. When we're offering a 90-day program, some clients experience the shift that I'm talking about and how they see themselves and the way they manage their money. It almost becomes their way, right? And other clients need more time and 90 days isn't long enough for them to really feel as if these new habits, this new way is a part of them yet. But when we offer a six-month program, the high majority of clients experience the shift because you simply more have more time to ensure that those good habits and the decision-making is solid. You have more time to capture results, and so there's more opportunities to really solidify their belief that things are working for them. Those folks who need more time may need to do another 90-day coaching program with their coach. We don't make any changes to our offer, so the client still invests at the same level and continues to meet with their coach on a more intense meeting schedule. We're very hands-on with them at this stage. This is great for clients who have a lot of moving pieces or just a lot going on in life. Oftentimes, our business owners or those who struggle with some of the self-inflicted habits that I shared earlier will do another 90-day coaching program after the first one. But some clients do experience the shift in the first 90 days. They feel confident, their new habits are dialed in, and they're just working their plan on their own, right? Those folks are invited to our periodic coaching program. You must first pay attention to the shift, which is why that was checkpoint one. But then either way, your job coach is that you are telling the client what you recommend and why. I want you to be clear. Clear is kind, as Brene Brown says. Your ability to have crucial and compassionate conversations with your clients is a skill you may need to practice. It is okay to tell a client something like this. I know some of these changes are still tricky for you. I've observed that you don't transfer money to savings when it's planned, but you wait for us to do it together. Or, I know this part of the plan is still confusing for you. You're getting so much better at it with each passing week or each passing session, and it's going to click for you very soon, but it's going to take a bit more time. And unfortunately, we're nearing the end of your 90 days of coaching, so I'd like to talk with you about how we can keep this momentum going so you don't lose it. Be honest about what could possibly happen if they end coaching now. I know our sessions are helpful for you. I know they help you to do what you want. And my worry is that if we stop meeting now, you will hesitate to do your savings transfers or update your budget because it's not quite routine enough for you yet. How do you feel about our sessions and how they're helping you to stay on track with your plan? 
be clear and honest. They don't know if they're doing a good job or not. And chances are they're doing a better job than when they first came to you. So they may think that it's as good as it gets. They're not the expert. You are. They are looking for your guidance, so provide it. We have this type of conversation where there's a month left in their program, regardless of whether it's a 90-day or six-month program. If you say something like, or excuse me, I'll say something like, we have two sessions left and we're going to make the most of those. But I also want to talk with you about where we go after those two sessions and get you thinking about what your needs are. They don't have to make a decision right then and there, but you want to get them to start thinking about it. This is part of your future casting. You are helping them to stay focused on their goals. What do they need in order to achieve their goal and successfully continue to work their plan? Why is more coaching the thing that will help keep them making progress and moving forward? And don't take that apologetic approach to this conversation either. Change is hard and you didn't fail if they need more coaching. Instead, I want you to imagine where they would be had they not done coaching at all. If they're struggling to make changes and adopt new habits while you are coaching with them, imagine how hard it would have been without you. Remember, this client doesn't have the belief yet, so they are still borrowing from your belief. Tell them what more you can do working together, how much better they'll feel with just a bit more time and coaching. Help them see that they have made progress, but they need to make more progress in order for those changes to really stick long-term. Also remember the power of clarity that we talked about in part two of this series. Help them see what parts are easier or better for them and which parts are still sticky or hard for them. Help them see their strengths, but also any current gaps that they have. Checkpoint two, are you having clear and crucial but also kind and compassionate conversations with your clients about where they're at and what they may need in order to keep making progress? Now, for those clients who are doing great, They've experienced that shift and they're working their plan because they believe in it and in themselves. They are on to the final step of the client journey roadmap, periodic coaching program. We will explore the full details of this program in the next part of the series. Your other option at the end of the initial coaching program is offboarding, whereby you bring the coaching container to a close. Onboarding and offboarding are just as critical to the client's overall experience as the individual coaching sessions. Treat offboarding as a celebration. Show them how far they've come and all the progress they've made. We use our initial questionnaire to paint this picture. We'll ask some of those questions again, but we'll point out the difference in their answers. Typically, they're more confident and less stressed, but not only that, the difference in their answers is obvious. Well, it's obvious to us, but it's not always obvious to the client, which is why we want to share it with them. So maybe I'll say something like, 90 days ago, you said you wanted to get control of your spending because you had no idea where it was going and you assumed you were probably overspending in a lot of areas. Today, you said you feel good about where your money is going and you know you're doing the right things with it. Wow, what a difference. And I'll point out some tangible financial differences too. Maybe they have more money in savings or lower balances on their debts than when they first started. Point those out to them. Or maybe it's something like 90 days ago, you had seven checking accounts and had no idea which one you were using for what, and you'd overdraft by accident sometimes. Now you have two checking accounts, each with a clear purpose, and you haven't overdrafted at all. This is also a great time to ask for feedback or a testimonial from the client. 
Once you show them the progress they've made and they really see it, capture that pride. In this way, not only does proper offboarding provide the client with closure, but it also provides some for you too. Another key aspect of offboarding is a conversation around expectations. Are they allowed to email you with questions? Can they call you if they need something? Can they do a drop-in session? These are all things you'll want to communicate. We always like to leave the door open. So we'll say something like, if the time comes where you find yourself in need of more coaching or to talk through a goal you have, just know we're here and you are always part of the fiscal fitness family. Just this past month, we had two clients who ended coaching years ago, probably like eight or nine years ago, come back to us and start coaching again. They were great financially for years. And in one of the cases, the kids are going to be moving out soon and the parents are like, okay, well, we've got like a whole new phase of life we're entering. Let's go talk to a money coach about that and get on a plan where, we're, where we can prioritize our new goals and this new lifestyle. Boom. One important element of your growth coach is not necessarily new clients signing up for coaching, but previous clients coming back for coaching. This happens most successfully when you've performed offboarding effectively and by leaving the door open for them to return easily. Checkpoint three, are you performing a successful onboarding process so your clients have closure, clear expectations, and an open door to come back when they want more coaching? If not, how can you strengthen this process to serve both you, your clients, and your business? But hopefully, ideally, your clients will move into your periodic coaching program, which is exactly what we'll tackle next in this series. In the meantime, review your checkpoints and see how you can pull on these levers in order to grow your financial coaching business. And if you are loving this series and want even more success and in your financial coaching business, enroll in the Financial Coach Academy today. I believe financial coaching is the best and most rewarding way to make a living. I truly love what I do. If you are ready to learn and see how to become a profitable, successful financial coach, check us out at financialcoachacademy.com to learn more about our online courses, free trainings, and events. As always, I love hearing from you. If you have any questions for the podcast, or if you just want to drop me a note and, what, and tell me what you think of the series or any of the episodes, you can let me know at financialcoachacademy.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this podcast, please subscribe on YouTube. Leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. And I will see you next week, coach.